What's up, everybody? This is your host, Josh. And this is your host, Rail. Welcome to Econics Talks. This is our podcast, and we're going to be talking about different lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Before we begin today's episode, I do want to invite everybody to join our Econics Network on Mighty Networks. The link can be found in the show notes as well as our bio on Instagram. This is a place for creative entrepreneurs to connect, link, collab, and do what you need to do to push your brand. So go ahead and link with us, and I look forward to connecting with each and every one of you on a daily basis. Now, let's go ahead and get the show started. (laughs) So... I was making a beat, right? You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I was I was in my in my bag and I saw my homegirl. Let me see if I can find a post, man. She said, Y'all keep y'all keep y'all keep sleeping on me. Y'all go ahead and get y'all rest. Or something like that. And I was like, Ooh, I like that. And so I've been on the new Kanye, not the old Kanye. I've been on the new Kanye <laughs> and listening to to some of his beats and which which album like like, like uh, Life of Pablo, Jesus? yeah, 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 all oh, of that, okay. yeah. right, right, right. So the new stuff, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and Kanye was actually inspired by another cat named I don't know how to pronounce his name, Gasalf Gasalf Philstein. Is G S A F F E L Stein almost? So Stein I've heard Stein. of that person before. Yeah, so like, but he's he's a beast though. So apparently that inspired like Jesus and all that other stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. I like this sound. Let me get in my Kanye bag. And so, you know, <laughs> I just started singing. I'm so tired of being slept on, uh, and I'm so tired of being slept on, uh, and I'm so tired of being slept on. I'm so tired. I'm so wide, and I'm like, I feel like that's exactly. So you go, Dave. You go debut the song on my podcast. I love it. There you go. Now you (laughs) look, and and that's I. I, When I read my homegirl's post, I felt I felt it in my soul. Like y'all keep sleeping, get your rest, because when I pop up, (laughs) everybody gonna be like, "Man, overnight success! How'd you do it? I can't believe it. He, He he blew up out of nowhere. No, ten plus years." Of being slept on. You was putting in work. Putting it in. <laughs> Y'all hear this? You was putting in work. <laughs> and when they finally see me, they're going to be like, man, he did everything he said he was going to do. And so that, that is, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> that is like the best intro to like <laughs> any, any podcast I've ever heard. So thank you for that. Hey, man, um, I'm here for the homies, man. Let me go ahead and welcome y'all to this this uh, this episode <laughs> of this podcast. Um, I got my man Alex. He goes. Do you, can I say your nickname? Nemo, yeah, man, we out here, man. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So yeah, his name is Alex. Is it Hans? Yeah, yeah. I, I think all it right. is. I, I don't really know who called my daddy by that name, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it sounds yeah, French he, or European, so we'll roll with Hans. Okay. So yeah, but he goes by Nemo. Yeah. Um, He's actually a really, really cool dude, a fraternity brother of mine, um, and not just a frat brother. He's actually a a serious entrepreneur. He's got some 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 great successes under his belt. 
Um, and he's a very, very humble guy. And obviously, he's very funny. <laughs> Prior to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and kick this thing off, man. So yeah. go ahead and introduce yourself um, and, and just tell the people, you know, where you're from, kind of like your upbringing, all of that. Uh, so <laughs> Miami, Florida is the, the home home turf, um, you know, born and raised uh, now in Orlando, holding it down. Um, uh, like you mentioned, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a graduate from the University of Florida, did my first career in sports medicine, changed my whole career around, went into audio engineering and, and now graphic design. So I got <clears throat> two more degrees from Full Sail, uh, an associate's in recording arts and then a bachelor's in graphic design. And I'm just all around creative, man. And I just, you know, my goal is to inspire and uplift. And, and all of this is kind of all stemming within my philosophy of Foolies, which is a clothing company I run, um, which is really all about inspiring people to live out their dreams, no matter how foolish uh, their ideas may seem. Yeah. And be- because of the clothing line, really, you know, me preaching that message, ideally, you know, saying, because I feel like everybody has their own ministry, even if they're not calling it a ministry, you know, saying and not to necessarily take it on a religious take, but like everybody has their own thing that they're, they're, they're professing to the world. Like, like, look, you know, do this or, you know, or do that or, or be great or change the world or don't care about nobody's feelings, whatever that anthem is. So my right. anthem, you know, saying is, is, you know, do it foolishly, you know, saying stay hungry, stay foolish. It's a Steve Jobs quote too, you know, that kind of like, you know, has always resonated with me from when I heard it way back in the day. Um, but yeah, man, just all around, just trying to push, people of the culture, anybody I meet, connect with, you know, saying, how can I inspire them to be better, greater? How, you know, how can I get them to critically think? Cause a lot of us were just kind of moving. We're not thinking mm-hmm. um, critically, you know, actually thinking about all the nuances and is it really impossible to get to this goal or dream or have I made more obstacle in my place? And of course, if, you know, if you're black or Brown or you're a woman, yes, there are a lot of disadvantages already placed in your pathway. That's not even like anything to, to downplay at all. But we are birthed from Madam CJ Walkers and, and, and Duke Ellington's and, and Miles Davis's and Benjamin Banneker's and, and the list can go on and on. And I'm not <laughs> on a hotel situation or nothing like that, but <laughs> you're saying like, you know, we came from, from nothing but greatness you right. saying, and, and if you, you know, if you're in the faith, like G.O.D. is the greatest thing ever. So I remember a young lady telling me she was like, if because I had a show once upon a time called Dream Without Limits Radio. So she was saying that I asked her what does Dream Without Limits mean to her? And she says to dream without limits means to dream within God, because if I dream within God, I realize that nothing is impossible. And wow. I never forgot that answer. And that's why I'm like, look, man, I was put here for more prayer for greater. I'm inspire as many as I can. Because life is short. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going to happen. And then on the other side of that fence, life is really long. So I don't want to get to the end, you know, 90 plus. And I'm like, and, and grandkids are like, Grandpa, Grandpa, what'd you do? And I'm like, I lived. I took care of, you know, your mom, your dad. And and, and, you and that's know, it. That's it. You're saying, and I'm yeah. like, that's, that's not good enough for me to, to leave this planet on. So that's just kind of where I'm at. That's what's up, man. So um, I have a quick question. So what exactly, because I know you, you know, you went to UF and then you got a couple of degrees from Full Sail. So what did you learn or programs did you learn um, at Full Sail when you got your graphic design degree? 
uh like just like software like photoshop illustrator that stuff yeah, just yeah, like, yeah what did i learn as a whole no i mean in, like uh what software did you learn yeah yeah so a lot of a lot of stuff in the adobe suite to be honest i mean that's that's the hardest the heart of the, of, the, of the idea of a graphic designer so photoshop illustrator InDesign. Um, a little bit of After Effects. That's that's more motion graphics. That's not really my specialization. Um, mm-hmm. Something I still try to tinker with and learn because I'm always trying to learn new things. Uh, a little bit of Adobe Premiere, but a lot of it was focused on print. You know, so um, you know, being that I have a clothing company and I started a clothing company, you know, before going to school for design, I just kind of you know had an epiphany after talking with a friend who's my designer <laughs> for the team and. Um, you know, I was asking her something or I suggested something to her and she was like, do it yourself. And that was before graphic design school. And I was like, you know what? I shall, you know, and I was like, I'm going right. back to school. You know what I'm saying? So, so what made you want to go back to school instead of um, like teaching yourself? So <laughs> that's a that's a great question. And I think a lot of us get into that, like, you know, you can just learn it on your own. And if you go into college, it doesn't have to be full sale, just in general. If anybody's listening to this and maybe you're in high school or maybe you're still in college or maybe you've graduated from college, I want you to think about if you've went to college, think about the 100 contacts in your phone that you got, you know, because you have 100 plus you know, contacts and think about how else would you have met these people? You know, what I'm saying? so that's on the postgraduate scale. If you're currently in school, you know, my encouragement is meet and connect with every brilliant mind that you possibly can because there's no place like a university that can teach you that unless you travel the globe or something like that then you you can kind of skip this the school stuff if you can travel but if you don't got that traveling bag you know saying then school is the next place because the beauty of school is that everyone gets brought to you and then lastly if if you're gonna go to school then my goal was to unlock not just like who I am inside of me to give me some real structure because I really can't like I've tried to learn stuff on YouTube on my own and I I hit a wall because I don't really know what I'm learning and why I'm learning this so school in general gives me an outline and a curriculum and a breakdown and I'm being critiqued and judged so if I make stuff on my own I just assume that it's great I just assume that it's amazing versus I'm not getting any real feedback. I'm not getting any real input on yay or nay, yay or nay, good or bad, good or bad. So one of the things one of my teachers used to stress with me is hierarchy. She always stressed hierarchy when it comes to design. She was like, your heading, your your like, you know, the so if I have a poster and I want to sell some Nikes, for instance, the price of the Nikes the tagline for the Nikes, the logo for the Nike. And like, let's say I'm just having some extra information, like where the mall is located. They can't all be the same size. They can't all be the same font. They can't like, yeah, maybe they could. But when I'm reading things, next time you walk through a store, think about what you're reading. You're going to walk through a store, let's say a Macy's or whatever kind of like mall or whatever. And you're going to see sale now, but at the small print at the end, buy five items and then get one free that's the sale you're saying like so it's all about hierarchy and i i like my teacher just kept stressing that over and over and over another teacher i asked him you know his name is joel amazing guy and i was like what do you think the biggest thing that graphic designers 
um, don't focus on. And he says typography. He's like, if, if, if designers learn typography, their game would be done. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's the essence of all things, posters, flyers, billboards, you know, magazine covers, everything's typography. So focus on typography, really build your typography, really know your typography. And explain, explain that for people who don't necessarily know what that is. I mean, typography in, in, in simple is kind of like, you know, once again, if we're going to, you know, Nike, that's the font. That's the things you see all over, like their content. So if I have a picture, it's of LeBron James, he's jumping up and down in the air, you know, and on the front of it, it says, you know, jump higher than you've never jumped before. That's the type that you're seeing. So, you know, we all know type is like Times New Roman and the the, the stuff like Comic Sans. Helvetica is like the god <laughs> of type, you know, saying everybody's using Helvetica in their designs, you know, American Airlines and a lot of other big brands. Um, mm-hmm. But but typography is is everything. You're saying the type, what you see. And, you know, there's a reason why brands, you know, like myself or Foolies, Nike, um, Adidas, if, if we want to think sports brands, we're all using very bold in your face type. You know, saying like our goal is to take language and and make it digestible. So instead of me saying, go live out your dreams, because if you don't live out your dreams, you're going to do it. It's like, just do it. Or, you know, right. stay hungry, stay foolish or, you know, by any means necessary. And so when you see that big and all over a poster, you know, a flyer, you're saying we're doing a lot of things. We're styling things, the arrangement of things is, is how the letters look. You know, maybe I wanted to spell something, but I did it with numbers and symbols. But you still understand that I said greatness. Like these are all things that, you know, typography really encompasses. So when you're when you're designing something, the type is 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 what people see. You know what I'm saying? It's what they latch on to. You know, it's it's what can confuse them if they don't quite get it. You know, it, they can misread things. If I have the price bigger than the headline, then I may see ninety nine ninety nine, and then just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that right. might not be what Nike wants me to know. They might want me to say just do it ninety nine ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? Like they want me to know <laughs> the logo first before we look at the price. Correct. Or they want me to know, you know, the, the brand, the, the type, the yeah, the brand, exactly. You, know the and, you want to know the brand before the product. That exactly, and 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 that's the most important thing for all of us. You're saying creatives, you know, if you have a personal brand, if you're just living life on your own, whatever you're showing people, that's the typography, that's your style, the jacket you wear, watch, like it's all. We're all styling ourselves. You're know saying so when it comes to you know going back to design, that's it. It's the first thing I'm going to interact with. Before I say, you know what, let me let me dig deeper into your brand and content even more. So, you know, there's certain fonts I use. I don't stray away from certain fonts. I, I can play around with a lot of stuff, but I found my thing. So, you know, for us and Foolies, you know, we have a style guide and all these things that we, you know, abide by. That when I'm designing, this is what I reference. This is what you see. You know, you see certain things. It's, it's white and black. It's, you know, a certain bold font. There's other, you know kerning and, and letting choices, you know, saying that we, we really stick by. So, but that's, but that's just, that's brand 101. If you look up anybody's like branding kit or marketing kit, you know, you'll see all the stuff. <clears throat> so let me ask you this. So, and thank you for that, you know, quick lesson and uh, branding and typography. Um, so when you started your t-shirt company, um, 
when was it that you realized like I have a gift for this? When was that like that oh shit moment? Like I can do this. Um, um I, I you know <laughs> me and my homeboy who started the brand. Um, you know we just ironed the word foolies on a t shirt and that was it. <clears throat> you know back in the day. Yeah. When we first started, and I was doing music. I was rapping, so you know, you know, Mister Tide of being slept on over here. You know, was a rapper. <laughs> So and you, a lot you of, was a trap star. <laughs> <laughs> I was more like a, a backpack rapper, like your, okay. uh, your Big Sean's, J. Cole's, yeah, your yeah. Lupe's, more braggadocious rap. You know, I'm I'm the best rapper alive, that kind of, you know, yeah. M.O. But um, yeah, I mean, with, I guess, Foolies, I don't know if I realized that, like, okay, this is it. But I think it just was like, it just felt right, <clears throat> you know, and it just felt like, and, and backtracking, I remember Googling, how do, how do rappers make brands that stand out or how do you make a brand stand out? And um, I remember finding this article, I wish I could, you know, go back and maybe credit the author or something like that. But um, the article talked about brands. So Wiz Khalifa had um, Taylor Gang or a die or Taylor Gang over everything. And then you know, um, uh, Big Sean had Woe there for a yeah, minute. And, yeah, like the ad-libs. Yeah, <clears throat> and yeah, Crit she is the, the bird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bird. Big Crit has a multi-alumni. Um, yeah. Jay-Z got Rockefeller. Yeah, uh, or just or just things that they would say, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Woe yeah. there was a phrase in the song. Whenever Little Wayne started, you know, whenever Little Wayne started a song, you used to hear like a lighter, like a little yeah. lighter go off, and then you'd know, okay, this Wayne verse. And so, you know, the article was explaining, give your audience something to recognize or give them an identity. So I think like Lady Gaga has like the monsters and like, you know, other people have names for, you know, their brands. It could be the Jokers or the, the Renaissances or whatever Believers. that is. Believers right, for right. like Bieber fans. Exactly. And so I was like, man, well, what's my thing that I'm going to wrap my audience around? And I said, well, you know, we were joking around one night, me and my boy Billy, um, and we were like, man, this is foolish. This is foolish for us to do this. You know what I'm saying? We're, in, we're at UF at the time. We're, you know, like, we're, we're, we have traditional majors, like, rapping and, and producing and, and making stuff. Like, that's silly, man. Like, you know, we're foolish enough to do this, man. We're foolies. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of just rolled out and then. It's like, okay, well, what's foolies? You know, I need a mission. Okay, there are people who are so crazy to live out their dreams that they're called fools. All right, cool. So let's never stray away from, you know, that mantra or that mission. And whenever we create content, whenever I design things now, whenever the team, you know, saying, because I have two amazing women who work alongside me, you know, whenever we talk about things, sometimes you're like, does that relate to the mission? It doesn't. All right, well, throw it away because that's cool for somebody else, not us. So these are things right, I have right, to right. think about. Right. That's actually very important. Um, you know, whenever you start posting on Instagram, Facebook, or when you just start to to brand yourself, you have to be really strategic in, you know, your what you're doing. You know, you right. have to be really you, you everything you post has to be purposeful. So if you aren't pushing something or and it doesn't even always have to be promoting your brand. It could just literally be like you going for a run like that stuff yeah. matters, especially yeah. nowadays to bring that authenticity into your brand and, you know, being able to open up. 
um, you know, behind the scenes of what goes on in your daily life. Um, right. So let me ask you this. When, so when you started Foolies, um, what was the biggest challenge that you, you know, that you saw when you started to create? Cool. So um, I think a few big challenges. Uh, one, I had to get out of my own way. I think uh, that's a universal challenge. So I won't dive too much into that. I mean, if you hear, if you're listening, get out your own way, you're probably stopping you from being the best self that you could be. So there's mm -hmm. that. Um, you know, consistency was a challenge at, in the beginning. Um, but um, the mission statement kind of helped me, you know, get back to the consistency and you know, what is your to, mission statement? That mission statement, the whole fully is about living out your dreams no matter how foolish it may seem. So, right. you know, I always think about, like, who is, um, you know, who is watching us? <clears throat> Excuse me. Who is watching us? Who needs my content? Stop thinking like nobody doesn't care and start thinking like one person does. And if I can focus on one, you know what I'm saying? I have always believed like there's a power in one. So I just need one person to believe. Because one person is going to inspire another one and another one. And then, you know, another 10 years from now, we have, you know, 50,000 or a million plus people that, you know, may be rocking with, you know, what we do and how we do it. Um, so, you know, there's that, you know, saying the, the, the battles with consistency. And I think I just had to, you know, as I've said on my, my posts on Facebook and Instagram, like, you got to just sit your butt down in the chair and work, you know, saying like, yeah, it doesn't it isn't always fun and then it's always always sexy like i'm not a fan of editing my own videos and editing my content and having to design everything i'd rather you know kind of like you know not necessarily boss people around but i'd rather have a <clears throat> a team of people that can say hey do this is this is this all right cool i'm gonna go do something else but you know you just got to sit down and make it work you know i can't hire a social media manager i can't hire this person hire that person like do it yourself. And then when I am able to hire those people, I know exactly <clears throat> what I need to, you know, to tell them. Um, I think mm -hmm. of some other challenges. Um, I want to take a point and stop on that consistency yeah. piece because I just, I was just talking to uh, my co-host about that, about, you know, the separation between, you know, good and great um, average and, you know, not average is, is literally being consistent. So it's like anything in life, if, if you eat healthy every single day, or if you eat healthy, I would say 85% of the year, then 90% of the time, you're going to see those results. You're going to be a healthier person. Well, it's the same, right. it's the same thing. Like you aren't a genius. I'm not a genius, but what yeah. I think separates a lot of us and, you know, from your, from your entrepreneurs to, you know, the, the good entrepreneurs to the bad entrepreneurs or people just who, who don't have a clue is just consistency. And, and, right. and if people could really hone in on that piece and really take that to the next level, I feel like that's it. That's the separation for, you know, a lot of people and they're, they're getting in the, their own way to, to, to really be able to do something every single day, no matter what. Cause like you said, none of this is sexy. I got, I edit my own podcast. I edit my own Instagram videos. I edit right. all of the posts I make. That stuff is not fun. Like you, yeah, I yeah. wish I had somebody to like edit all my stuff. And it's not, it's not that I can't, it's just, but that's more expenses. So until yeah. you get to that point and that's when, you know, that grind comes in. So talk a little bit about, uh, a little bit more about consistency. 
Well, you know, besides just, you know, waking up or not waking up, but just sitting here behind in a chair. I mean, some things you have to, you know, really make commonplace. So like, I remember reading articles about, you know, if you want to run every morning, well, wake up and put your running shoes by your bedside or, you know, put your, um, you know, running clothes <clears throat> on your bedside. Or some people say, hey, sleep with you, sleep, sleep in what you're going to yeah, sleep, sleep in. Yeah. So the moment you wake up, you know, he's like, all right, cool. I'm in my running clothes. I ain't got no excuse why I can't run. Right. Um, so I, I sleep in so, my running clothes. <laughs> so you understand. So it's, it's things like that. Like, cool. When I wake up in the morning, you know, saying like, thank God. And then I start writing. You know, saying like, I, I just wake up and I start writing. You're know, saying like immediately. And that's just one thing I do every morning is just wake up. I write, you know, same whether it's my daily email or there's just some thoughts for the day. Like, that's just, <clears throat> it's a habit now that it wasn't always a habit. It took a couple of years for it to settle in, but I, I got some advice from, I call them virtual mentors because I don't know them, but you know, I, I use their words to mentor me. And so I was listening to Seth Godin, you know, really cool marketing guy, you know, wears yellow glasses, really just eclectic, bald, white guy, you know, whatever. Um, cool guy. Um, has a couple of books called Lynchpin, uh, The Dig, and a few other like uh, dope books that he's written that, you know, I, I, I swear by. And, um, Somebody asked him in an interview, what's the one thing you would do or tell people to do that could change your whole world or blah, 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 blah. And like, he was like, write every day, just write. And it's like, the advice sounded so plain and boring and generic. And like, cause like the, the guy who asked him the question almost was like, kind of hoping that he would say a little bit more. He was like, no, write every morning, get up and write something. That's what he's been doing for years. And because he gets up every morning and writes, he can put out books. He can put out several books. You know, saying he can put out multiple books a year right. because he's written so much over the last, you know, maybe five, seven plus years. So every morning he just gets up and writes. So, you know, it's it's just saying, look, cool. What's the one thing I can do? Once again, power of one. Like, what's the one thing I can do today? All right. Well, the one thing is throw broccoli in my, you know, chicken and pasta or whatever. Cool. Now, what's the one thing tomorrow? All right, drink one more bottle of water. Okay, cool. I drank one more bottle of water today. Can I drink, you know, another one? You know, saying in the afternoon, like, I look at everything as that one or by that step. And then I look at everything in seasons, too. I was telling another friend this, like, you know, saying, like, season one, you got, you know, Alex the rapper, you know, saying, or whatever, or, or as I called myself, ATG, Alexander the Great back then, like that. You got Alex the rapper. And then season two, you got Alex the rapper and a clothing line. Okay, cool. Season three, you got the clothing line guy who's inspiring and an inspiration. And okay, cool. Season four is you got the clothing line guy who's an inspiration, who's speaking now at events, who's editing videos. All right, cool. Season five, you got the clothing line guy who raps, who sings, who does, you know, I don't sing, but who raps, who does this, who does that, who does this. So, Treat yourself in seasons. If you could, as you're listening, cool. Write out, you know, right now as we're as we're as you're listening to the sound of my voice. <laughs> I feel like a, a I don't know, like a, <laughs> a hypnotist. Um, you know, write down season one to season season seven. You know, saying seven is a great number. So season one, what are you doing right now? And then what would you like season two to look like? Season three to look like? Season four to look like? Season five? Season six? Season seven? Post those seven seasons up on the wall and then, all right, cool. Season one, I'm just going to write every day. Cool. Right. By season three, I want a book out. All right. 
So season one, you know, cool. I'm just writing every day. Season two, maybe season two is uh, maybe writing and maybe getting a coach. Season three is the book drop. Season four is I want to go, you know, do a speaking tour. So as you, if you can break your 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 world down into maybe seasons, you know, saying like a Netflix show, it's mm-hmm. easier to execute. You start to look at it as this big crazy goal, then it's gonna get overwhelming. And like like most of us, we're just gonna stop because it's too daunting. Like I'm yeah. not trying to learn all of that seven seasons of my life in, in one in one stretch. So just take it by the seasons. And hey, look, if it's not that season right now, you ain't tripping because that's season five work. So right. you can. You can hone in on your your writing season one and read writing books and and get your writing critiqued and go to writing workshops and polish yourself before you get to season five. I mean, think about your favorite Netflix show. If they would have gave you what you learned in season seven, season one, it wouldn't make sense. That's too much. That's too that's that's too crazy of a thing to to see in in season one. So you got to get the slow build. Get to learn the characters. Get to understand who's who. Who's gonna be our hero? Who's the antagonist? You know, who's uh, who's who's the supporting cast? What kind of music intro? You're saying like you might notice you watch a season one of a show, come season four, the 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 the, the, the songs have changed. The like they're getting more they're getting more attention, and the company can now buy more licensing for better music come season four and five because they have an audience. Uh, by season four, they can now go to a a company and say, hey, you know, we got four seasons in, you know, we're doing all this amazing stuff. How about you put your ad uh, in our, in our, in our, you know, episode. So that gets you 5 million, you know, impressions or whatever the words would be. But I couldn't come to you season one and say, hey, man, I'm about to build a million dollar brand. Check me out. No. Who are you? What have you done? Exactly. Season five, season six is like, oh, we've heard of you. We want you, you know, now people are coming to you you know, season six, season seven, before you wrap things up. And then everybody's eyes wide open come season seven because they know this is the end. What's going to happen? But season one, ain't nobody was checking for you. Like, nobody even knew your your main star's name or the co-star's name. And, and in the beauty with these seasons, like, I've seen shows that a popular person in the show spins off and now they have their own show. Okay, that's dope. Now we can run seven more seasons with the one thing that stood out that we didn't even know was going to stand out. Um, I don't watch Suits a lot. It's a show on USA. But Suits just dropped a spinoff called Pearson. Um, Pearson, um, the the lady who plays it, I think her name's something Torres. Um, it's not Gina Torres. Um, uh, she was big in a show called uh, Firefly and, and Suits, as we know it, or whatever. So now she has her own show called Pearson. And Pearson is a spinoff. But, like, how do they know she was, you know, worthy of a spinoff without her being in eight, nine, ten, twelve seasons of Suits? Yeah. Okay, cool. We see her character building up. Now let's pluck this one thing out that really started to take off more than we thought. Let's inject that back into, like, and then if they want, they could segue Pearson back into Suits. Mm Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? So these are just things that I've, if you pay attention to the things you are always consuming, you can learn how to grow yourself up, if that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. Um, So I want to talk about how you are able to be discovered or, you know, the whole Gary V crush it book. Pretty sure that's something you talk about often. 
Um, so just to get, let you guys know, um, Alex was featured in, or Nemo, call him Nemo. Um, so yeah, <laughs> he was featured in, um, Gary V's last book called Crush It. Or is it Crush It or Crushing It? Crush It was his first book. Okay. So yeah, he was, he's featured in that book. And what the book talks about is, you know, different entrepreneurs and how they are scaling their business and just, you know, some success stories. And he was actually featured in that, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, so how, how in the world, like, did that part happen for you? <laughs> and like, what were you thinking during that moment? So uh, there was a, a season <laughs> in my life where I used to just consume Gary Vee content, you know, saying I watch all his videos, a lot of his Ask Gary Vee stuff, you know, whatever. Um, you know, so I remember the whole Daily V starting. I was like, huh, Daily V. Okay, it's an insight to his life, you know, saying, all right, cool. I already like Ask Gary Vee, so I guess the Daily V is cool. The Daily V is when he really sprung. So I was either watching Ask Gary Vee or the Daily V, <clears throat> and he said, um, if you read my book, Crushing It, which I did, email me, <clears throat> let me know how this book impacted you. And if this book has impacted you and you let me know your story, I will uh, select 49 people or some number and you guys will be in my next book called Crushing It. <clears throat> so I was like, all right, cool. Send them an email back in, I think, like December. And now uh, December, maybe like 2018. No, 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 because it's 2019, uh, 2016, 2017. And then um, send in the email. Cool. Here's my story. Uh, my name is Alex. Call me Nemo. Uh, I got my stuff featured. <clears throat> you know, some T-shirts of mine featured in um, on Essence and on Network. And, you know, it was really amazing and powerful. And, you know, it, it said, you know, be strong like Regina. Be first like Taraji. Write like Shonda. Shine like Lupita. Deliver like Uzo. Speak like Viola. Age like Angela, rule like Queen, walk like Carrie, lead like Ava. You know, it went viral. It took off. You know, a lot of things happened, but it was all because I read your book and I was like, your book didn't necessarily teach me anything, but your book did was confirm things for me that I already knew. You know, it confirmed the idea of giving value, helping others, you know, uh, and not thinking that you're crazy for wanting to serve and give and serve and give. And so after reading that, I'm like, man, if this guy, is preaching a language I've already been walking in. Let me not doubt that and keep pushing. And so after reading that book, I just started getting more aggressive on the content, started posting daily, you know, started getting super consistent. And then we put out the graphic with the words that I just read to you that was on a shirt. It went viral. It took off. Boom. boom. Then that led to me seeing a video from him saying, hey, email me. Boom. I email him. I think it's 2016, 2017. Um, Wait, so what did whatever. you do when you got the email? So he, I emailed him, and I don't think I got a response back for a really long time. So you forgot about team, it. I didn't forget, but it was just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be like, I'm going to Disneyland, you know? Like, I got to keep working. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, whenever they see it, if it's in God's will or if it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. And so eventually his team got back to me. They said they want to uh, email me or they want to talk with me and, and learn more about me and see if my story would be a good fit. And they were like, hey, is June 28th okay to, to interview? I was like, perfect, because June 28th is, was actually, is actually my birthday. Oh, cool. So they, they, didn't, they didn't know that. But so, yeah. So um, when I had that talk with Gary's team or his uh, writer, um, I was actually standing <laughs> in a hostel in New Orleans because it was my 30th birthday. 
um, I'm 32 now. So it was my 30th birthday and I was going to um, go to Essence Fest. I've never been, but for my 30th birthday, my best friend and a lot of people just kind of gave me a couple dollars here and there. Uh, my best friend bought me like a plane ticket. He's, he's asked me like what I want. I said that. Um, another, you know, a couple of friends, like kind of gave me like $2 here, a dollar here, $4, $5. I usually ask for a dollar on my birthday. And so I used all that money to pretty much survive in New Orleans for that weekend. Ended up finding a frat brother who let me crash at him as well. So that helped. And, and then the go. money helped. Yeah. <laughs> and the money helped, you know, pay for like the Uber rides and all that other stuff that I was doing back and forth from his his house, which was maybe two, three blocks away uh, to the actual convention center. But it wasn't walking distance by any means. Um, so literally in a hostel because I, I thought I was going to have to stay there. So I was trying to make a decision, but I knew the call was going to happen. So I was like, I can't move or try to hop on a bus or do anything else. I might miss this call. So I was like, I'm going to just, you know, pace in this hostel. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, so I, I interviewed. So I interviewed with their team. Uh, they loved my story, loved like all the stuff that I was doing and the, the podcasting and the rapping and wanting to inspire people to live out their dreams, no matter how foolish, like they loved it all. And I'm like, cool. I poured my heart out and soul for like an hour and a half, two hours into this young lady who was writing the book or helping to write the book. And then it was like, all right, cool. We'll get back to you. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, I don't know, like. She probably had other people to sit down with and other stories right. to hear. And, you know, like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? She's doing her job. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that she didn't like my story or anything. She just had to go. So, yeah. you know, I had to sit down and, and kind of wait again. So, you know, I enjoyed Essence Fest and, you know, met some of the, the ladies and editors from Essence and they recognized the shirt. And I just was like, thank y'all so much. If it wasn't for y'all, like, I wouldn't have, you know, taken off or gone viral. And, you know, Shonda Rhimes retweeted me and, Ava DuVernay posted something and Lovey Ajayi and all these amazing black women. I'm like, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, you know, that happened, came back. I was on a high. I'm like, man, I can't, I just can't stop now. I got to keep going. And um, fast forwarding, because I believe the book dropped last year, if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah. last January. So fast forwarding, before the book dropped in January, I got an email, no, a DM from this guy. And he was like, Hey Nemo, man, your story is super inspiring. Thank you so much. And I was like, "What story? Story? What are you talking about?" You're saying like I, I wasn't putting two and two together, right? And so what Gary did, Gary sent out the book to influencers to read and give critiques on it. And then, um, you know, I guess whenever the book dropped, you know, they would probably all be a part of the launch or whatever. So I was like, "Oh snap, I made it!" Because I mean, like, I wouldn't have taken it as like a hard feelings thing if I didn't. Because it's, right. it's it's not something you even expected, right? And saying like, "Okay, cool," they interviewed me. Look, a lot of interviews happen. I've been interviewed for like television programs and all kinds of stuff that never aired. Right. So it's like, look, you know, this could be another moment where it never gets anywhere other than in the crates. Just keep pushing. So I got the DM and I was ecstatic. And then you know, January came. Uh, the book drop and, you know, same message was like, what are you going to do now, Nemo? I was like, I ain't going to Disneyland. Like, I'm about to get back to work. <laughs> um, you know, so so being featured in that book and saying it has is, is, is been, you know, very much so a blessing and people are still reading it, you know, to this day. You know, saying, granted, it's only been a, you know, a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, going on two years, you know, in a couple months. But like, people still reading it a year later, like, hey, man. So like, it's cool to have my words, you know, in print 
Um, yeah. Because even if I wanted to stop foolies, the story now is is engraved. You know what I'm saying? So like somebody's going to be inspired regardless. Even if I stopped, at least they'd be like, dang, you know, it was cool. You know, maybe I could, you know, run with some of the concepts that, you know, he he started in, in that and I'll keep leaning on him, you know, and, and doing more with it. <clears throat> so, you know, that was kind of that. But it's just you just never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. Like, cool. Send the emails, DM the professionals you want to get in touch with. You know, hey, go on their you, page, you'd be the surprised, contract. man. They respond. I yeah. um I actually emailed somebody who I looked up to in podcasting. His name is Jay Wong. And okay. he gave out some really good advice. And I actually took his advice and I'm like, bro, this worked. And yeah. he just gave me a huge shout out. He responded. I'm like, and I just, all I said was thank you. And he was just right. so cool about everything. And I'm like, wow, like that's, that's so dope. So, you know, you never know, like you talk about, you know, we always talk about shooting your shot. I'm like, Hey man, yeah. shoot, shoot your shot. But like it, it, it's sliding them DMs, man. And not yeah. just for like girls, you know, or guys yeah, or whatever. Shoot your dreams. Look. Yeah, shoot your shot, man. Because you just never know. Because a lot of times people read them. People read them, especially if it's a thank you. Especially if you're not asking yeah. for anything. You're not spamming. You legit being like, yo, thank you. This worked. I took action based on your advice. And because yeah. of that, now I have some success. People love hearing stuff like yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, man, I wanna um I wanna wrap this up and I, I got 10 questions for you. So this is the uh Econics 10. And um so yeah, just uh they're not like rapid fire questions, and I just wanna wanna get these out to you. So question number one, what would you title this chapter in your life? Well, what I title this chapter in my life. Um, you, were, you were talking about season, so what's yeah, the yeah, yeah. what title? Uh, what's the title? The title would be um, I don't I don't know how to phrase this, but I guess it's like it's uh something along the lines of like, you know, it's um it's like it's asking season or know your worth season, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is the season of knowing my worth, you know, knowing my value. Um, you know, asking, you know, the scary ass from people, you know, to help. You know, I, I hit up a homeboy uh, a couple of days ago and I was like, look, man, I'm trying to invest in some camera gear and equipment. Would you be willing to invest? You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's asking season. You know what I'm saying? It's asking season, there's know your worth season. And and that's just where I'm at right now. That's what's up, man. Um number two, what superpower would you have? If I could have anyone, I guess. Yeah. Good question as I look at, you know, all these Marvel characters and things on the wall. Um <laughs> And Wolverine is one of my, not want to say, I don't want to say favorite characters, but as a kid, I really gravitated uh, a lot to Wolverine, um, primarily because of his uh, super healing um, abilities. And I, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I, and as I look at, you know, a poster on my wall, I, I, it would be dangerous to be like, I can just heal. Because, you know, Wolverine, if you follow comics, he, you know, he'll have to die <laughs> at some point. So he doesn't. Yeah live on forever but um he lives for a pretty long time either way um yeah i probably wouldn't mind super healing i mean it may make me take more risks you know maybe if i could apply that super healing to like my emotions that would be super dope that would <laughs> so be yeah like, that would be a really good concept feel my, uh, my emotion like if i hear no like maybe for a second i'd be like oh my gosh worst thing ever and then it would 
and just like heal up. <laughs> and I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm good. <laughs> That's dope. Um, number three, what would you invest in right now if money wasn't an issue? You probably just answered that. But I didn't. Because what I would invest in, look, hey, world, esports is where it's at. You, so man, yo, I just listened yeah. to an interview and yeah. but you just got me hyped. I just listened to an interview. <laughs> this cat, man, actually he was a black black um black dude too. Um young African American like killing it. He actually yeah, started Oh god, don't ask me that on air. Um okay, Ed, are you good? <laughs> if I I'll I'll text it to you. Um yeah. but he started a esports league for high schoolers. Nice. He started an esports league and he got 15, he raised 15 million in seed money to get wow. that started. That's where yep. it's at right now. I'm telling yep. you, man. Yep. Super dope, bro. Esports all day. I would literally have leagues of African American women that are gamers. And Let's I start it. Let's start it. Let's do it. There's already some convo, but I'll, I'll get you in on that convo happening. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> bro, I was playing Smash earlier. I was playing. I don't okay. know if you play Smash, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was playing Smash earlier. Anyway, um, yeah, definitely yeah. offline. We need to rap about that. We definitely need to rap about that because that's that's been in my head. Anyway, um, all right. If you weren't doing this, what would your other profession be? Um, well, you know, I I kind of live. I, I'm lucky. I get to live in a lot of my professions. You know, saying I get to make music, I get to do art. Um, so I'm. I'm it took me a while to get to these points that I'm at, but yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be just, just extremely everything creative, like live shows, events, concerts, photography, media, you know, content creation. It's all the stuff I'm doing now. I wasn't always doing all of these things. You know, it took a lot of like schooling and dead ends and bad jobs and opportunities and, and working for things and realizing things that I didn't need to have in my life. And so now I'm kind of in it. And I was just looking at my, or looking around my room. You know, that's, I'm in a. That's important for people to know, man. It's, it's like you took bad jobs. You you had those failures. You you didn't. It wasn't always yeah. like this. You wasn't always Gary V. Book. It wasn't yeah, always, yeah, yeah. you know, getting recruited by Not not yet, right? I'm not a millionaire. Like those people may or may not remember me. Like I ain't, I ain't, you know. Uh, and Mansion and Benz is feeling all stupendous. Like that's not what's going on. <laughs> man, you a rapper you know? for real. <laughs> well that's a biggie line but still. yeah i know i'm just saying um, <laughs> it, was like, it was in the back of your head you just dropped it <laughs> i'm just saying but like that's how people think sometimes like oh man you're killing it it's like well once again it's a season that was last season you know saying 2018 this is a new season but um yeah i was looking around my room and i'm like cool i'm in a 4-4 so i'm not you know once again i'm not doing it I'm still, you know, building, growing, grooming myself up, trying to get hold of my finances, trying to make sure things in order. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to build, you know, make sure, like, that, like, I'm the, you know, man of God that I say I am, that I'm, you know, the artist that I say I am, that I'm I'm, I'm learning about, you know, my compassion and, you know, some of my faults and errors and or, or, or RBIs, if you will. Um, you know, things that I've messed up in, you know, saying, like, I need to make sure, you know, that I know you know, what, not what am I fixing or what am I adjusting, but just like, am I really growing? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, am I really getting better? Am I really improving? Or is it just because I've been by myself? You know what I'm saying? So I really have my friends uh, lean in on me and, 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 and say, 
hey, I don't like this or, hey, improve this or, hey, what can I improve? How could I get better? So, I mean, that's just that's just it right now. It's just like just taking an inventory of myself and and trying to do, you know, saying whatever I can to, to, to be great. So, you know, hopefully I didn't say a whole lot of nothing. No, you good. <laughs> you good. Um, number five, favorite TV show as a kid. Tell Siri I said what's up. Yeah, I don't know how that went off here. Yeah, you heard it in the background. <laughs> hey, man, the phones, man, they always listening. Hey, man, I had I a phone know. ring earlier. I was like, oh, come on, not in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> um, favorite TV show growing up, it was a bunch of them. Um, you know, Spider-Man uh, was, a, was a dope one, and then so was uh, X-Men, and then uh, Darkwing Duck, and all, all of those kind of things. Darkwing Duck, Red Grass, all that stuff. Okay. Um, celebrity Crush. Mm. It might be the one question you stumped me on today. Ah. Man. Ah, man. The celebrity crush. Um, <laughs> there's a few celebrities that I don't think should be in relationships, and they should be with me, but I won't say that on air. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to think of who currently. I mean, I used to have a huge celebrity crush on Kyla Pratt, but she's also, I think, married. So that's yeah, she married. Even, she got kids, too. Um, yeah, I mean, so but that I, counts though. I mean, you, I mean, it's not still your crush, but I mean, like, yo, like yeah, Kyle yeah, Pratt, yeah. you know. I don't. I wish I had a more recent one. I mean, I mean, Tiana Paris is gorgeous. I don't know. I don't know. If people know who Tiana Paris is. I don't. But she's gorgeous. Please get familiar with Tiana <laughs> Paris. I'm just telling y'all, hey Tiana, if you happen to be listening. I care for you and I want to grow with you as a man of God. And, you know, y'all thought I was going to say something wild. No, 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 no. I want to, I want to, I want to rub your feet and your back after long days of acting and being on the streets. So, hey, shoot your shot, my man. Tiana, I'm out here. Hopefully she's not dating or whatever. She should be in a, a new show soon uh, called WandaVision. Okay. Um, with Marvel. So, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what she's going to be in. Um, if I got it wrong, uh, Tiana, baby, I, I apologize. Oh, thank you for that. Number seven, <laughs> something that the average person wouldn't know about you. Average person wouldn't know about me. Um, <clears throat> what did the average person not know? Um... Uh well a lot of people don't know I used to wrestle back in the day so that was okay. a thing yeah I used to wrestle I was uh when I was one fifty <laughs> I used to wrestle at that weight class and uh, I placed fourth in districts which you know that ain't really much because you know if you ain't first you're last uh, according to uh, a popular comedian or a comic but uh yeah uh, that was back in my high school days and then I used to do Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for a bit oh you um, whooping ass. <laughs> Uh, I didn't get, I didn't, I couldn't keep up with it. It was, uh, it was, it was expensive to keep up with at the time I, I was able to do it, but it was like 150 a month for classes and it was Man. worth it. I was in the best shape of my life. And if I ever, you know, really come into some heavy money, I would, I would definitely go back, um, to that training again. Cause that training, that regimen is, is like none other. That, 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 that lifestyle is like none other. So, um, yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, number eight, your biggest pet peeve. Um, I don't know if it's a pet peeve, but I guess it's like 
like I remember back in the day when people used to tell me calm down and I'm like, I'm calm. I'm like, fam, like just calm down. Nemo, calm. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm good. Like you telling me to calm down is actually upsetting me. Right. Um, so stop it. <laughs> stop um, it <laughs> number nine, biggest fear. Um, just leaving this earth, man, without, without making, without like getting to my purpose, man, that's, that's a bigger fear than anything. So. I, I feel you on that. Cosign, man. And number yeah. 10, your most embarrassing moment. Uh, most embarrassing moment. Um, I have a lot of embarrassing moments. Um, uh, well, I mean, these, these, this happens regularly, but not all the time. Um, uh, <laughs> whenever I go to like shake somebody's hand and like, they totally just didn't recognize that I was trying to shake their hand. And then like, <laughs> and then like the sadder part is if someone sees it. Yeah. Like, crap. I, got, you know I got left hanging. Right. I, and I've had, I've had moments where my hand was still up or whatever. And then like somebody else came and dapped me up. <laughs> It's like, dang, bro, dang, bro, you got love hanging, bro. I got you, man. So, yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, and finally, man, tell everybody where to find you, where to follow you if they want to keep up with you and all your moves. Oh yeah, um, he makes amazing t-shirts, guys. Please go support yeah. him, support his brand. Um, you know, if you and you make shirts primarily for women, correct? Well, it's for it's for everybody. Women just are are the customers that correct, buy the yeah. most. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. just that's a whole nother lesson on on you know who to market to. But right. um yeah, so it's it's for men and women. Um primarily just people of the culture you're saying, like and even if you're not in the culture, quote unquote, or you're not the same melanin as the culture, if you support it, you rock with it, you're I'm light skin. I'm, I'm, I'm light skin. skin. <laughs> Come on, bro. I know. My man, like, said, yeah. my man said if you an ally to the culture, I like that. Yeah, if you're an ally. I mean, if you're an ally, because I've, I've had some allies who come in and they'll rock their brand and be like, okay, cool. I like that Be Strong like Regina joint. You know what I'm saying? Let me get a couple of those. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you're an ally to the brand, you know what I'm saying? Like, cool. And it, it, not that, it, that nobody, everybody, it's not that the brand is excluding anyone because, you know, this is a weird conversation that will end with, but know your target demographic. And when you know your target demographic, you're good. And then this shirt's something that appeal to everybody. But, you know, my, my core base is, is black women and I love them and I, I want to, help build them up because they've helped me throughout my entire journey of foolies. I would not be this person people see today if I didn't have dope black women. You know, shout out to Kim, shout out to Chazney, you know, saying those are my, my teammates, my COO, my CMO. Like, and I, if I started to list the black women, amount of black women that supported me and support what I do every single day, I I wouldn't, you know, saying we'd have to make a whole nother hour, hour-esque worth of a of a show. So look, keep, keep black women near you. They're going to hold you down. They're going to get your brand out more than you could even imagine. And they're yep. going to help you change the world and everything around you. And I, I don't I say agree. that pandering. I, I just mean that wholeheartedly. Yep. I agree, man. So yeah, give, give everybody a shout out for, you know, where to find you, how to keep in touch oh, yeah, with yeah, you. My bad. <laughs> you good? Now you good. Uh, the foolies.com uh, at foolies, F double O L I E S. Uh, that's F O O L I E S. You know, shout out to Allison Kerr as well for you know connecting us. Yes, um, also, shout out to Allison. Um, you know, her. Uh, I imagine she held it down while hanging out with you the other day. So you know, kudos yep. to, yep. to at all the event. That's another dope black girl. That now I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> another black so, yeah, woman man. holding it down. 
Yeah, that's it. So, and then, and then shout out to the Kings, man. Like, so a lot of homeboys, you know, a lot of frat, a lot of just dope brothers, you know what I'm saying? Men of God, like, who surround me and help build me up. And, you know, iron sharp as iron. So, and saying shout out to the Kings as well, holding it down and just like, you know, rooting for me, even if it's silently and y'all looking at the girls on my page, I'm watching y'all. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. Though. Yeah. But most importantly, you're saying like, just shout out to the culture. It's an amazing time we're in and we're supporting each other like never before. And we're really trying to make moves and waves and, you know, social media and so many resources and tools are allowing us to do that. So, uh, what, you know, what a time to be alive. There you go, man. And on that note, guys, thank you guys so much for, um, tuning into this interview. And again, Alex, thank you so much. And at appreciate the end it. of the day, man, y'all support, like, subscribe, comment, share this content if you appreciate it. And I'll holla at y'all. Peace. Peace.